Welcome to another episode of Animator Interviews. My name is Evan Vernon. I'm a contributor at Animation for Adults, as well as Animation Nights New York, also known as Annie. For those new to Annie, we are a monthly screening event and yearly festival that celebrates the very best in animation talent. Our artists come from all across the globe, and many have had their work featured at Cannes, Annecy, and other prominent festivals. We receive hundreds of submissions each year, and each year we screen just 20 at our annual Best of Fest. Today we're joined by one of those 20, Julie Rimbaville is here right now. Julie is a French artist who makes animated films with her longtime co-director, Nicolas Levrin. In the span of their 15-year career, Julie and Nicolas have made over 30 films together. They've also authored several children's books and have a special knack for family content. Today we'll be discussing Julie and Nicolas' Best of Fest winner film, Small Spark. Released in 2018, Small Spark follows a mouse who just wants to read. When the candle illuminating his book goes out, he must embark on a perilous quest to find a match, scaling kitchen walls and confronting hungry house cats along the way. Nicola couldn't join us today, but Julie has kindly set aside time to discuss the film in her artistic career. Today's interview is also public and open to audience questions. We will address all of those as they come in. Julie, thanks for being here today. We want to discuss Small Spark, but tell us about yourself first. What inspired you to become an artist? Become an artist? I don't know, but um, uh, we met with Nicolas. He's not here, but he's always here. Uh, we met at uh, high school and he was uh, already drawing and I was studying cinema. And so it was the, the meeting point was animation. And it's, it's a kind of uh, magic art because you can do what you want. Yeah. You can imagine everything. Yeah, absolutely. There's something very uh, dreamlike about animation. And you can see that in the work that you and Nicola have created together. Did you have any influences, any um, inspirations in the industry that um, maybe kind of inspired you to pursue animation as a career? I'm going to have uh, 40 years old. So I grew up with all the, the Disney's that were uh, broadcasted on cinema and we were yeah. waiting for the new Disney film. In our films, we, we take some part of a real reality mm -hmm. and have a, a different point of view to see that. And I think maybe in the Disney's, with the, um, the animals, many animals. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something that stay here. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's also, uh, we have um, also many films in France also. And it's, it's just a way of, uh, a way to look to the real and to try to take some funny things from the real and then you, you make something unreal <laughs> yeah well you, you've said a lot right there julie and thank you so much for sharing i mean um for those who aren't familiar with julie and nicolas work they tend to feature a lot of animals in their stories um, which is kind of true to the, the disney brand the stories tend to be very playful and family friendly children can enjoy it 
adults can enjoy it, um, which is something we also talked about in um, Julie and Nicolas prior interview. The magical thing about Disney, as well as the films that you create, is just about anybody can enjoy them. So um, it's not surprising that Disney may have been an inspiration to you. You talked about taking reality and kind of uh, changing it, like shaping it, adding something more. And uh, for those who've seen Small Spark, you'll, you'll probably know what Julie's talking about. But if, if anyone hasn't, it's a hybridized animation. The backgrounds are uh, live action photographs. So um, Julie, if you could tell us a little bit about the visual style for um, this film. Why did you decide to combine the photographs, the live action photographs with the two-dimensional uh, character animation? It's a technique we used to use for some films before, mm -hmm. but uh, for this one, it's because it's we've made it in a uh, in a special context. It was a kino context. Yes. Uh, you probably know the 48 hours uh, contest with live, live action. And as we are doing animation, we make one week contest. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it, it's, it's uh, we were like, uh, I don't know, we were like 10 directors staying in a place and have one week to make a film. Also, we used this technique for this film because we, we had a short time. So... Mm -hmm taking the reality was uh, useful. And also because it's uh, the set is my great-grandmother's house yes. yeah. <laughs> in West of France. And so it's, it, was, it was already a set. It was a good thing for me to use this yeah. set because my great-grandmother died some years ago, but the house is still in the same, um, I don't know how to say uh, that. The same kind of condition, sort of. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I used to play as a child in all these, these places. And right. so uh, take the point of view of the mouse is going back to my uh, childhood because uh, it's yeah. what, what I was seeing when I was walking like a baby. <laughs> Nobody knows that watching the film, but the fact that those photographs are so close to your heart adds a lot of magic to this story, right? Because it, it feels like something out of a children's book. As we said before, you and Nick Law also published children's books. Um, so the fact that you took these photographs from a place that you enjoyed as a child and a place that was very close to you, you know, a place that was family to you and then used it to create this story is really a beautiful thing. It's, it's kind of odd, you know, um, we've talked to artists who um, work under deadlines and have to make compromises, you know, artistic compromises. You said you had to use the photographs because you didn't have time to, to make the backgrounds. But the irony is that if you had animated the backgrounds, the film probably would have lost some of its whimsy, some of its magic. When people work under pressure, I guess, uh, sometimes they end up doing their best work. We use the same techniques for... Uh, during the first lockdown in France, during yeah. the COVID uh, crisis. And uh, we used the same technique. We took some pictures uh, of the neighborhood around her, us and yeah. uh, animate a small bird. And so it's a film dealing with uh, freedom as we, yeah. we were um, not allowed to go outside. And so uh, we used the photographs of the neighborhoods and a small bird that 
goes out from a cage and go and discover the world. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds like then it was almost, um, COVID was a difficult time for everyone, uh, almost therapeutic to do that. Well, Julie, um, Small Spark is, is one of your older films. It's, it's been out, I think, for um, a little while. Uh, you and Nicola have worked on other projects since then. For viewers interested in your um, portfolio, in your filmmaking, can you tell us about any of your recent projects right now? I just finished yesterday to record the, um, the dialogues and the songs of uh, our next film. It yeah. will be a 45 minutes film for a French TV channel. And it's a musical, uh, it's a 2D animation uh, project, and uh, it deals with uh, the night of Christmas. And uh, it's um, a French young delivery pizza boy who will uh, meet the Santa Claus. And Santa is very tired. He would like to retire, and uh, he will meet this. Uh, little delivery boy and use his uh, his moto and have an accident and yes. so the delivery boy will do the i don't know how you say that yeah, <laughs> we yeah, do the yeah. santa <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean that, that sounds absolutely delightful and if your your other films are any indication of what that's going to look like i i wish i was in france so i could <laughs> see it you, you said it's going to be on broadcast is that right on a on yes a, a television yeah yeah, and for, for those listening in, there is a lot of public funding for um, independent animation in France, but it's extremely competitive. So, uh, Julie, I just want to compliment you and Nicola. That says a lot about how talented you are as artists, that you can get that, that kind of support for your work. Is, is it with the, uh, the CNC or? Um, yes. Like, okay. We are yeah. very lucky in France because uh, we are many TV channels which can give some money for making the film. We have also, as you say, the CNC, National Center of the Cine Cinematography. Yeah. And, uh, and they can, they can uh, help us from the beginning when we are writing, we can get yeah. some, uh, some phones when we are writing yeah. or when we have a producer and then they, they can uh, put some phones again. And then after, we have uh, in France uh, many reports in the, it could be like states in, uh, yeah. in America and for us it's region. And yeah. so the producer uh, for the next film is from south of France. And so we will get some funds from south of France. <laughs> That's wonderful. Mm. Congratulations to you. So Julie, yeah, thank you so much for um, sharing. I, I, I'd kind of like to approach the end of this interview by asking you, uh, a broader question. I found your film extremely touching because it brought me back to my childhood. I'm a 27 year old man and um, there was something about it that was very transportive. I, I guess my question is, um, you know, looking at your work, how, how would you like people to remember you as, as an artist? I don't know if I want to, to have a legacy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we are just making things and uh, we get an inspi inspiration from uh, because we are making many workshops with children so uh, in, in schools and make films with them. Yeah. So I think maybe we are um, uh, keeping in touch with childhood. And so yeah. I, ho I hope that uh, that 
we that it's what we say that I hope that people as a child can have some level of the story and as an adult can have another level what I what we want to yeah. manage in our films is that you can have one level and one other level and uh, you can have some uh, funny things to understood as a child and funny things to understand as uh, an adult. That's a powerful thing you said right there. You know, you think about films that you enjoyed when you were five or 10, and then you revisit them when you're um, older, whether you're, you're 27, 37 or, or 80. And um, you, you take away something new from it every time. I think that someone who watches Small Spark as a child could come back to it later and still get something out of it and be touched in a different way. So Julie, thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. Best of luck to you with this exciting Christmas project. Um, I'm sorry that Nicola couldn't join us, but um, we hope to see you at Best of Fest in the future. Uh, we've screened some of your films before and are just really honored that you continue to share your talents with us. So thank you. And thank you um, for your support. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it is our honor. It truly is. Yeah, Julie, that's all I've got, but uh, appreciate your time. Best of luck to you um, in your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you very much.